Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 120 in Be With Me in the Book of Acts. And I was going to call today uh, Scared Straight, which is because that's what happens. But I think a better title is We're Going to Need a Bigger Boat. Here's the story. We're following Paul, and he's in Ephesus, and there's a guy there who has a demon possession. And there's seven sons of Sceva, who is a high priest, I think from Jerusalem. They were more than a thousand miles away from their home base, and they're trying to do some sort of an exorcism. And here's what happens. Seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this, that is invoking the name of Jesus. But, this is from Acts 19.15, but the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know, and Paul I recognize, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit, in whom was the evil spirit, leapt on them, mastered all of them, and overpowered them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. And this became known to all the residents of Ephesus, both the Jews and Greeks, and fear fell upon them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was extolled. Also, many of those who were now believers came, confessing and divulging their practices. And a number of those who had practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted the value of them and found it came to 50,000 pieces of silver. Apparently that was $6 million. So the word of the Lord continued to increase and prevail mightily. So I just love a good story that's about a fight. So this is this is about a fight between a man who has an evil spirit within and then seven guys who fashion themselves as experts of this. Uh, they're well-known, at least their father was well-known. It's like saying this is the seven sons of Billy Graham, who's like the most famous Christian in in uh, in Israel, and they're they're his sons. So they come with some bit of authority. They come from probably far away. They do this regularly. They're listed as professional itinerant exorcist guys. Now l- let's talk about the evil spirit for a second. They he whoops on these seven guys. They ended up physically wounded, without any clothes, uh, over overpowered. It says they were mastered. They were all mastered by this evil spirit and conquered. And in fact, they they hightail it out of there and they're fleeing. And I I like, uh, how can I like this? Uh, I thought it was interesting that the evil spirit knows Jesus. The, The thing that probably disturbed me the most was the evil spirit also recognized some human beings. Paul, I recognized but the, the the evil spirit also had limitations of knowledge, which is, who the heck are you guys? So the evil spirits have some spiritual ability, if you will, some recognition ability, but it is also limited. Um, so people can be recognized, people can be not recognized. I, I suppose the dwelling places for the, for these spirits are recognized. So it's a little bit scary, a little bit sobering. So after this happens, I want to uh, emphasize what happened to the people who saw this happen and the seven guys running around naked looking for their pants. That fear fell upon them. The residents of Ephesus, fear 
fell upon them all. And I think that this is the right assessment. So here's how I break this down. There is evil. I think they realize, oh my goodness, there is evil. There are evil spirits. There is demon possession. And they have some uh, power and that we are in a conflict at least, maybe a war, and that the even these seven spiritual you know, known people, comparatively, they had no power. Paul has some power, but here's the good news, that Jesus has all the power. And I think when they saw this play out physically, they realized, it's like, hey, which team do I want to be on? I'm going to need a bigger boat than than myself. I'm going to need a bigger boat than Paul. I'm going to need Jesus. So this is a come-to-Jesus moment. Now, a lot of come-to-Jesus moments are positive. Why? Well, if you say, hey, Jesus is good, he's kind, he saves, he's full of grace, he practices mercy and faithfulness, and don't you want to believe in him? That's a winsome approach. And who wouldn't want that? Well, the sad news is many of us don't, and or maybe even most of us don't. We're kind of like, whatever, la-di-da, ho-hum Jesus. This picture of this physical fight of evil is a come to Jesus moment and that like oh my goodness we are arrayed against the forces of evil and this is so far above our pay grade that even seven you know sons of Billy Graham can't do this that these guys were mastered had all their clothes wrestle off and ran out in terror fleeing maybe these guys aren't our friend maybe this evil stuff that I've been playing around with isn't my friend. So the practical thing is, teaching point, uh, application, you know, anything with Wiccan or Mother Earth or other gods or worshiping. I was even thinking about yoga. Now, yoga uh, uh, is used a lot in stretching today, but if your yoga has entails anything besides stretching, I think you're playing kind of kind of with even and evil, and they got scared, appropriately scared. They were scared straight. We have a bad enemy, and we're going to need a bigger boat, which is Jesus. So what happens in the story? They come, they confess, they say I was wrong, they say I thought this, I was, and oh, worse than that, worse than just my thoughts, I was practicing this. In fact, I was investing. I had six million dollars of, you know, bad, evil, evil stuff on the wrong team. A wrong team, total waste of money. They burned it. And and what you say about that, all that financial thing, is it was not a penny too soon. So the last verse. So the word of the Lord continued to increase and prevail mightily. So that's the bigger boat part. That's the Jesus part of this. The scared straight part of this is at the end of the story, Jesus prevails mightily. So I I leave you with this final question is, whose team are you on? Be on the right team. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.